dead. It's not the end. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth you with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge. Hello, hello, hello. Didn't really feel right to give the, the normal energetic intro. This is going to be a bit of a somber issue, um, but it felt only right to not do the normal new news show like we, we would on Wednesdays and instead move that to Friday. And today we're going to focus solely on Chadwick Boseman. So with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P Features. Hello, internets. And uh, oddly, we haven't heard from him in a long time, but but he's back for this one. We've got Mr. Mauer. Beep you, Menti. Beep you. That's okay. All right. Um, we're going to just let it slide. But um, joining us as well is, it's been a long time since he's been on this show, and it's only right that he comes on again specifically for today because when we talked about Black Panther when it first came about, we had our, our good friend Ismail join us uh, talking about the cultural relevance of that movie not being a comic book fan. So today we wanted to have him join us in, in remembrance of Chadwick Boseman. So Ismail, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, guys. Uh, bittersweet. Definitely sweet and excited to be here with you guys, but uh, not under these circumstances. But it is what it is. Excited to be here, and thank you guys for having me back. Appreciate you joining us. I mean, it's before we jump into uh, to anything, uh, have you started reading comics, or are you still anti-comics? I don't know that I would use the word anti, but uh, I absolutely have not started reading any comics, guys. Okay. Okay, that's just making sure the perspective is the same. <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed there. Okay, good, good. I mean, although you, you've been telling us recently you are a nerd now, so that was, that's new. You weren't back then. So what, what is... No idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, wow. Wow, the moment, the moment we hit record, his whole... Everything changes. No, just kidding. I have... Uh, Menti, it's actually been you. You have... Uh, been cracking at me for a long time and you've helped me to recognize that um, we're all nerds in our own regard so the things that I'm interested in and passionate about I am a nerd for um, and likewise for you losers and your comic books but uh, <laughs> I accept it so yes I am uh, okay uh, so I don't I don't even know really know how to start this one just because this is this is a this was a, a gut punch uh, I guess we'll open with well, the, first, the news. Well, before we go into there, just there's some, been some real negative stuff going on out there uh, with people talking about how people are reacting to this news. And if they're listening to this and angry at us in any way, they can press stop. Because we did receive a few nasty messages this past week on our page. Uh, can you? Yeah, is it too much of it? Like, I'd love to to know. 
so we had today somebody reach out and was upset with us that we didn't speak immediately about this topic of Chadwick passing. And a few people hit me up personally about it as well. A few people supporting us for taking our time. But uh, I had to make a statement on the page today because I logged in and saw a nasty message on our actual fireside page that kind of set me off. So it's not mm-hmm. something everybody's going to react to this differently. This is going to be an open conversation. And I think coming from Fireside Features, Menti and I all represent a pretty diverse group of comic book fans. And I think that we'll be able to have this conversation without uh, embracing that. And poor Elizabeth Olsen got kicked off of social media. Basically, she closed down her accounts because of what's going on right now. I I agree that I don't believe anyone is owed anything as far as your emotional reaction to, to terrible news. I mean, it's terrible, terrible, terrible news. And how you deal with that is solely on you. So I don't like the idea of being bullied. But... It, I, I don't want to focus too much on the negative because right now I just want to focus on Chadwick and I want to focus on what it is that he's done uh, to, for not only just culture, our culture in general, but what he's done to comics, what he has done for the world of cinema, I mean, what his life was. I really want this to be more of a remembering and honoring of, of Chadwick. And if, if you've got something negative to say because of our regularly scheduled programming, then that really says more about you than it does us. So I don't want to focus on that at all well and guys again thank you for having me uh here's just what i would say if if anybody is out there that is one of those people that had something negative or something nasty to say um the truth of the matter is is that you're here now and you're listening um so obviously you you still wanted to to listen in and be a part of this conversation uh so exactly what john was saying is we're happy to have you Uh, thank you guys for being um for listening and i'm happy that you're listening so right on let's do it i i appreciate you i appreciate you amir thank you <laughs> um so if for anyone who is not aware of what we're referring to i'm sure everyone's heard at this point uh but chadwick boseman did sadly pass away from colon cancer at the age of 43 not too long ago uh and it's really it's shaken up a lot of things it's 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 had people questioning a lot about their own health and their own priorities because of how how chadwick held himself during the last four years. And that's really the most amazing part of this story is that he was going through uh, a terrible ordeal silently for four years while still doing things like Avengers Endgame and doing Infinity War. I mean, he was still working at a level that is so commendable while privately battling something so terrible. I mean, when you look at his his... Uh, charitable work when you look at him talking to you know terminally ill children at the same time as being stage three moving to stage four and holding that holding himself back from his own trials and tribulations while trying to add smiles to those going through something similar it's it's a it's a level of power i can't truly fathom it is it 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 speaks so much about the, the the soul of that man that Four years went past and not one person knew a thing, so much so that he was even bullied when he when he started losing weight towards the end. And yet still didn't didn't make a big deal about it. He just kept working. He kept doing what he needed to because that's just who he was. Yeah, when those pictures came out, you know, and people were talking about it, it was a little weird Um, at first. Even I was like, man, he looks he looks ill. But he was just like, nah, it's four roll. Don't worry about me. 
And since we've all seen, you know, Gary Oldman and, you know, Christian Bale change their appearance dramatically, I thought nothing of it and went on. But then you would see, you know, the nastiness of the world coming out uh, because he had said he was becoming vegan, attacking that and bullying him from that. And it's just real weird, this celebrity that we take them for granted and feel like we own them just because we pay a price to see them in a film and no one deserves what was done to him especially when he was out trying to do the best he could with the situation he was given he said recently uh, well I guess it wasn't recently I guess it was last year um, he secretly got married to his his girlfriend uh, in October of 2019 but again he didn't tell anybody and when when asked about his love life he I forget what the exact quote was but it was essentially uh, that's none of your business uh, because if I start to tell everyone about that side of my life, I become a very different celebrity. I just want you to know my work, and from that you can get an essence of who I am, but I don't want you to know everything, which I love. I love being able to keep those two things separate and not being uh, just swallowed up by the world of glam and, and Hollywood you know, in general. Um, Feech and, and Amir, you both have been pretty quiet. What, what's going through your mind right now? Uh, you you want to speak first, sir? It, I am a guest. I go after you, my friend. <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> um, uh, I, it's crazy because the uh, I don't know. I actually uh, I didn't get the the news about uh Chadwick. In a conventional means, which people would probably think I would get it, I it came through for me in a text, and um, you know, I kind of was like, I I didn't believe it at first, but then I I did what we all do nowadays. I went to the number one news source in the world, Twitter. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and and confirming it, it it just kind of seemed like, man, this is crazy. Um, it wasn't believable. I got the text too. That's exactly what happened with me. I got a text message, and I didn't. I didn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. It. I was just gonna say, uh, nothing in 2020 has been believable. So, uh, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> this is that's true. Fair. For me, I was uh, I was in Washington D.C. Uh, and it was the day of the fifth, the day of the march of the 57 year anniversary of MLK's I Have a Dream speech. Um, and we had just gotten back to the hotel room after coming from the march and pouring down rain. And it was wild and crazy. Um, we get to the room and we're all kind of just sitting around getting ready to drink and eat and kind of just have a good night. Uh, and we're scrolling through social media like everyone nowadays does, like you said, Feech. Um, and we came across it and then we shared it and we're all doing our own Google searches and independent searches. Um, so I, I guess for me, I'm not going to, I can't even say that it was hard to believe um, just because everything in this entire year has been hard to believe already. So uh, it definitely was a, it was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And, and, and to, to even take that further, I think um, my initial emotional response to it wasn't, um, it wasn't even like a, a a personal 
emotional response. My my mind automatically kind of went the same direction it did when when Black Panther first came out, like the the movie first came out. Uh, I thought about what it meant for for people, like, and then I kind of I caught that wave and like that alone. Uh, to a certain degree, and I believe this for for all all people, we all are connected in a certain way. But for 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 black people, in general speaking terms, from from myself, I feel like we all connect through various means, and in like things like this when they happen, doesn't affect just one person. It affects us all as a, as a culture, as a people, because we kind of all connected to this character to this person through this means it was it was a very big uh meaning for us um and so you know when it happened this was like man it, it felt it felt like um it felt like somebody that that was put here with a purpose somebody that was that was uh i don't want to use the term idol but uh just kind of like a, a monument, if you will. He was a king, for real. Uh, and, and you guys have, have said it all um, already. I mean, just think about, John, you shared the last couple of years of, of his life where he just continued to give um, without ever taking, right? Without ever putting or taking the spotlight to put it on himself. He was always giving it back, giving it away, like a true leader or king does um mm-hmm. all of the roles that he played man like I, the first time i saw him was in 42 and this was when 42 was in theaters um and jackie robinson was a king or an idol in our minds uh f- for all black people jackie robinson was so to actually see jackie robinson portrayed on the big screen incredible james brown um, I haven't seen Marshall and I'm slapping myself on the wrist right now for it. Like I got to check that out. And my wife and I just watched, um, the five bloods last night. Um, everything that he did, he, he did it convincingly, which to me means that like, it's who he was like you were saying, John, right? Like he wanted the people to know who he was just based upon what he what he's what they saw on tv and his personal life was his personal life we now learn about his personal life after the fact but the dude the dude was a king man and uh, don't even get me started on black panther i'm sure we'll get to it but it's crazy well, that i think one of the most interesting things is that he he didn't even want to be an actor at first he really just wanted to be a writer and a director that's what he went to school for uh, and that's really what his focus was it wasn't until he met uh, an acting instructor i forget her name uh, but he said that he only took the acting class specifically to understand what an actor goes through to to be a better director and to be a better writer. Um, and it it really wasn't until Denzel Washington and this one teacher that really the 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 drive. Yeah, it was Miss, Mrs. Huxtable. There it is. That and and who it, it just goes to show you never know where a path is going to take you. Like you might think you want you want something and then. You know, one opportunity shows its head and you become, I mean, you, you I, he is an idol. He is like, 
absolute 100%. He wasn't around long, but it doesn't change the fact that he is an idol now. And that a lot of, a lot of it came from the types of roles that he took and the way that he carried himself. Go ahead, Mayor. Yeah, it's, it's when you mentioned 42. That's honestly what the past few days kind of got me to wrap my head around everything. You know, I'm not going to be a revisionist history and say that the Black Panther movie I liked because I've said so many times on the show that I didn't like it because of the CGI and stuff. But spending the past few days thinking about the movie 42 and anybody that listens, I am a diehard baseball fan. And growing up to me, Jackie Robinson was an idol for what he did. And when I saw that movie, I just, that's Jackie to me. And, and for me, that's where I knew Chadwick from. So when they said he was going to be Black Panther, I'm like the guy that's played Jackie Robinson and, and James Brown. All right. He's, he's got acting chops, but thinking about, you know, Jackie Robinson day and baseball and everything that's going on right now, like that's when everything kind of clicked into bait the place for me because for me comics have always been i didn't care what you were because we were the outcasts we collected everybody and i didn't see that as the comic book industry as much as i did when i saw baseball and stuff like that because that is something that when you're a baseball fan you're a historian uh so seeing it through the lens of the way i saw the world through baseball it just all kind of clicked Earlier to actually one of the firesiders, we had a really long discussion on it and kind of in that moment went, wow, I, I get it. And we may not get to see somebody with this kind of power behind their voice have this kind of platform for a while again, because he just had everything he was talented but also well-spoken but also he had that that it factor where you could not put him down because he didn't allow it to happen and that to me is the strength he had where you you know he's the king he's he's somebody who looked in the face of adversity applied for that acting class even though he didn't have the money and took that leap of faith only for miss huxtable to reach out to denzel and put that bridge out underneath of him so there, well, there's a lot behind this that everything had to line up in the world for this all to happen. But I, I think what you just said there, Mauro, is, is why this is such a big deal to so many people is because although we're on this show as comic book fans, except for except for Amir, um, we're on this show that that's where our love for Chadwick and our, and uh, came from. But because of the roles that he's taken, he's meant so much to so many different people with so many different, as, Ma- as Amir said earlier, uh, nerdy things that they love. Right. He's been able to connect to people through their different passions with things like playing musical icons and playing sports figures and playing comic book characters like the roles that he took led him down a path that allowed him to carve this voice that we all listen to, like his decisions to take the roles that he did or why all of us feel the way we do across so many different passions. It's specifically because of his decisions. And that's what I still, you hear a lot of celebrities talk about how great of a person and how he carried himself and that he just had this presence. I think a lot of it comes from the fact that he is, the way he tackles 
decisions. I mean, it really comes down to what he chooses to do with his time. He could do a million other nonsense movies, right? Like he could be doing no offense to James to, to The Rock, but he could be doing movies like Skyscraper and make a lot of money. But he didn't want to do those kind of movies. He wanted to do things that had an impact. Because they're trash. And he said it, guys. He um he went to Howard, he delivered a Howard commencement speech um a couple of years ago. I'm blanking on when exactly 2018. 2018. He and he said to them. Um, to live your life with purpose. And that is what he did, right? Like he knew that he had these gifts. He knew that he had these talents that were bestowed upon him. And the one, if you will, that he was in or most talented in at the moment was the acting piece. And I would, you know, and let's just listen to you guys. And I always love, cause I learned so much. I had no idea that he wanted to be a, a, a director. Um, and I would probably imagine that he was probably learning that while he was acting because that was still his ultimate dream. Um, but he knew that the way for him to get his gifts out to the world in that moment was to take purposeful roles, iconic roles of historically excellent black people, point blank period. Because quite honestly, we as black people have grown or have gone through life for the most part, not seeing people that look like ourselves portrayed in those lights or in those roles. It's just never happened. To the fact that he took those people and changed Black Panther in the movie. The the portrayal of Black Panther that we saw in the film is not the exact attitude he was in the comics. He even said, you know, when he's walking down the hall, he put a little James Brown in it. When he's sitting down, he's got Marshall in him. He took those figures that he really embodied and brought them to that role. And that, again, that was where I had my moment because it wasn't about Black Panther. It was Chadwick being Chadwick. And that movie was really him and what he wanted to be seen. And they tailored everything around him because they saw him in 42 and said, this is who we want to do this, we are going to write a universal script. We're going to have this movie for everybody, but we're going to kind of put it behind him and what he's going to stand for. Yeah. The representation pieces. I, when, when the news first broke, um, and you know, the text came in and I started looking everything up, like Amir was talking and we all started doing our research just as to verify that this horrible thing was true. The first person I thought about was somebody I used to work with a long time ago named Felix. Not that Felix, different Felix. Uh, but his son is the, is the biggest Black Panther fan I've ever met. Uh, he's just like obsessed to the point where like I never met his son, but I would like when the Black Panther movie uh, was first announced, I immediately text Felix like you gotta you gotta show this to your son. When the trailer came out, he was the first person I text. So that was one of the first things that popped into my mind is how is he going to take this news? And then those photos started to appear, uh, especially the ones with all the little black children who had uh, the Avengers around them with the T'Challa action figure in the middle, having like the ceremony, so to speak. Um, for the, you know the the fallen icon that became that that Black Panther became, um, and then you just saw the amount of photos start to stack, and then all of a sudden it it wasn't just black children. There was there was children of all races just joined into this. It became this this I I don't want to call it a celebration because everybody was sad, but the way that everyone united around it was it was something to behold. It was those posts really hit me hard. 
it's my nephew's favorite superhero. You know, above oh, when he chose his Marvel movie for his birthday for all of his friends to watch, like without a doubt, it was Black Panther, and it's it's just strange. You know, thinking about the MCU, the way that we look at it as it's entertainment, and yeah, we know it's you know a little bubblegummy, but it's not a uh, it's not film. But in this sense, the actor came above what he was in to give more than what that movie even should have been. Yeah. You know, that movie could have been the Suicide Squad. But instead it was nominated for Best Movie, like Best Picture. It's the first superhero movie to do that. So whether you, I mean, take take your personal feelings aside for, for how much you liked the movie, Mauer, in general, it set records. Like that movie did so much. I, it's, I mean, it's, it made well over a billion dollars. It's a, it's a, I mean, the franchise itself is just in, in money is, is the, the fact that there's been no production done on, on Black Panther two to me is astounding just with how much money that made. And I don't know how much we want to talk about this. Fahey, Disney and Marvel knew about his diagnosis. Um, when he was on set of Black Panther is when he was diagnosed and just before that and they all knew it so we have to wonder if their plans were all just contingent on what the next 18 months looked like that's that's a possibility yeah i mean i could see that being true um but let let's see we don't have but so much time left i would love to spend some time on talking about black panther 2 and what this might mean for the the future of of black panther and the mcu and what we might hope from it and um so go ahead i reached out to an inside source not he specifically asked me not to mention his name um but he thinks that our rumors of Doom War being the next thing not only were the original idea, but now give a way for them to portray a tidal wave sure. coming in using CGI that they already have developed for somebody in the costume, because Marvel has already kind of said that they're not going to put his face on anybody to have Black Panther go out heroically trying to save Wakanda. So there's a really good chance that that Doom War and Namor coming into Wakanda and and flooding it might actually be the opening scene, regardless of what the rest of the movie is going to be. Personally, sure. I, I wouldn't want that. Personally, I would want him to to have have a story very similar to Caps, where he kind of gets that that to be just the king of Wakanda in a life that is just full of love and then have him die of cancer just like Chadwick did and open up with a funeral with Shiri becoming the next Black Panther and having to take over that mantle. I think it would be uh, it would be a way to honor Chadwick Boseman to create and kind of merge the lines of T'Challa and Chadwick. I think you can do it in a way where you can give him this off panel, this phenomenal life since Endgame to now, and that unfortunately he passed from cancer. And if anyone who's not a comic fan probably doesn't know this, but cancer in the Marvel world is a little different than most ways of characters dying. Usually if a character dies of cancer, that's usually means they're not coming back. Like that usually is, is a, is an end road for any character in Marvel comics. Except so, for Jane. 
Except for who? Jane Foster. Oh, that's a fair point. Fair point. Mm. Um, so the only exception, um, although Marvell came back once or twice, but still for the most part, <laughs> still gone. Um, but to to blur that line and give Chadwick a a great opening honoring scene in Black Panther two, and then have it move from T'Challa to Shuri for the for the remainder of the MCU, and just leaving Chadwick as T'Challa until eventually they reboot this thing years and years and years and years from now, I think is probably the best way to go about it. I don't want him to die in a tidal wave. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I I want him to have. Uh, a a life of happiness leading up to the second movie instead of making some traumatic tragic opening well um i i hear i hear what you're trying to say but uh to be honest with you even even if even if they were to 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 do something like that if like we were going by the comics that that still wasn't t'challa's life like it, it wasn't a life of happiness he never actually got a chance to really just be the king of Wakanda like even after right before Shuri becomes the new Black Panther he pretty much has to he pretty much has to give up the mantle he gives up the title as the ruler of Wakanda because he's injured so at at this point like I think it'll be even more beneficial to just to say like after Endgame Injured in that battle, he had to step down. He stepped down and went down to, I don't know, trained in an ancestral plane or a necropolis. Whatever you have to do. But the thing is, long story short, like, I, I, I wouldn't want to see them put him on screen. Because it's, it's, in reality, it, it would just awaken, like, some wounds that people felt, that people would still have from his passing. Um, but I think Chadwick Boseman, the the person, would would love to see, uh, Shuri, the the actress that plays Shuri, take over the mantle. It's, it's it it would make sense, just not only her being a Disney princess of sorts, but also her assuming that role, because it it is supposed to happen. And um, well, I'm not I'm not saying put Chadwick in it. I'm not saying like have a scene with actually having Chadwick. I'm just saying open it with a funeral for him, for T'Challa. And then, and then just in, you know, with exposition, just talk about the fact that the last few months or the last few years have, have been pretty prosperous, you know, and that gives reason for Shiri to become the next Black Panther, as well as a role model, someone to look up to. She wants to be as good as her brother. I mean, there's a lot that that story can be told and you could still move into do more with that story. Um, which is, for anybody unaware, Doom War is when Dr. Doom wants to steal all the vibranium in Wakanda to power his uh, Doombots. Um, so that's also where not only does Shuri become the Black Panther, but he becomes the King of the Dead, uh, and he becomes uh, you know connected to everybody on that ancestral plane. So he's able to, to conv- you know convene with them whenever he wants and uses all of their knowledge all the time. So he becomes a very different character at that point. Um, yeah. Ishmael, what do you want to see? Uh, I don't really care if I if if I got to be honest. Uh, and, and I don't I don't mean it like I don't care because obviously I want to see it and I'm going to see it when it comes out. Um, 
but I was just sitting here and like my mind was just going in a bunch of different places, just listening to all of you guys um, and, and your takes or ideas. But I think where I started was like, why does it even matter? Because I think everyone that's going to watch the movie is going to know that Chadwick passed after the movie was filmed. So you kind of could just go and decide what you're going to do and just go with it. Uh, but then I was thinking, obviously, you guys are much deeper into the Marvel and the comic book universe and what is important and what has to happen to please the comic book fans and all of that good stuff. Um, and then my mind was going to, I wonder if Chadwick read the Black Panther, which I would imagine he did because he was a student of his craft. So he probably read all of it to prepare. And then I started thinking finding out and knowing all the things that we know about Chadwick and how he operated, I wouldn't be surprised if he like gave his opinion already to the Marvel team. Not that they would necessarily, I'm not going to say not that they would care, but I'm going to say not that they would necessarily base their decision based upon what he would want. But, um, I would imagine like, that would be my guess. I would guess that he probably gave his opinion into it. Um, I personally would like being, introduced to the comic book world and not being a nerd like you losers uh but being a, a periodic fan um i personally would love to see uh sherry take the crown and just like come on dog where it's the time of women anyway like let's just do the damn thing and let her keep going so fun real quick fun fact he started reading uh black panther at howard university is when it first started and when he was offered the role when they first brought it up to he, uh, kevin Feige said he was talking to his agent within 24 hours of his name being mentioned and he was offered the role without an audition so he got that role without trying at all they literally just called his agent was like hey does he want to do black panther they got him on the phone he said sure that was that 24 hours also you're not going to make all comic book fans happy ever no matter what you decide, people are going to be upset. Thanks. I do, and it's, I'm not saying it's the same thing culturally, but the way that it impacted me, I'm going to go to Menti's least favorite film fan franchise of all time, and that's The Fast and the Furious. That's not my least favorite of all time. When Paul Walker passed away, uh, our number one fan and I were both devastated, and going into that movie, you didn't know, because they... If you don't know, his brothers filled in for him. And they actually put his face onto his brother's body, and the one brother's voice was close to him, so he had him do the lines. They look a lot like him, by the way. They, the, the one looks like him, the one sounds like him. and they use It's both creepy how much the dude looked like him. But uh, I didn't know how I would feel seeing it until I was there. And it was very, very cathartic. You know, that was probably, other than Endgame... The most I've ever seen bros crying in one place because it was you look left, you look life. And there was just a bunch of guys in medium T-shirts just sobbing. <laughs> and uh, at first I was upset with it, but then I finally realized like, hey, I'm OK with this because it made me kind of go through the stages of grief and finally go through it. So I'm OK with whatever. I don't mind seeing him on screen not his face i think that might be a little bit too much but seeing black panther be able to go out on top as a hero i think i'd like to see absolutely uh, absolutely and i going back to something that amir you just said a second ago is that you said this is a time for women i mean 
Black Panther, when it came out, did a lot for for young black boys. Just imagine what Shuri being the black uh, being the new Black Panther, the Queen of Wakanda, is going to do for young black girls. I mean, having a Disney princess now become the Queen of Wakanda, at, I mean, is huge. I mean, it's she'd be the one character to bridge all of you know Disney's major um, revenue streams for children. I mean, usually it's Disney. I, I didn't know that she's a Disney princess. Yeah, she's the well, princess yeah, of Wakanda. Because they're owned by Disney. So. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So is uh, the Alien Queen. <laughs> the Alien Queen? <laughs> yeah, because they own Fox now. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that was, uh, took me a second there. Like, you meant the alien life from Alien. alien. You meant, like, the, <laughs> Z- the Xenomorph Alien. Wow. Yep. That's really bizarre. But my point is, is the way that they can connect the MCU and Disney princesses right there, just as a marketing standpoint, would be huge. I mean, what what that could do for Disney's revenue as far as toys and, and cross marketing and things. I mean, there's a lot you can do with Shuri, the Queen of Wakanda. So it, it, it makes the most sense. And, and, and I think it's a great way to give Chadwick the, the end he deserves because he is to Black Panther what Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man or what Michael Keaton is to Batman. Well, I guess, I guess that mud's more subjective. But um, <laughs> no, that's accurate. No, it's accurate. no, it's not. It's depending on who you're talking to, it's subjective. It's like but, Andrew Garfield to Spider Man. Yeah, see, subjective. <laughs> uh, okay, I got you. Yeah, that one's. But Robert Downey Jr. I would is say Iron Chris- Man. Chris Evans to Captain America. Sure. Just because there's not a lot of other options. But point being is, is um, Chadwick made Chadwick made Black Panther popular the way the MCU made Thor popular. And I know I'm going to have a lot of Thor fans that get pissed off that I said that. But like I didn't care about a thing Thor said in a comic until the MCU. I didn't really care too much about Black Panther because... As you all are aware, Black Panther wasn't really popular until the MCU. He had his fans, but he never was like a mainstream major character. That's why he was he was put on the Avengers so early on uh, in his publication history is because he couldn't hold a, a book. But the the MCU and specifically the way Chadwick embodied that character and just became the Black Panther. I mean that the Wakanda Forever salute alone was a cultural phenomenon. Just the handshake was a cultural thing. Like, it's incredible what he was able to take. Like, when you first saw uh, Winter's, not Winter Soldier, uh, Civil War, did anyone yeah. think Black Panther was going to take off the way that it did? No. Uh, the movie itself? Yeah. When it was, Is, when it was a, I did. Did you? Yeah. Culturally. It was incredible to watch. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just kind of, like, see, seeing him in Civil War first and... uh. I mean, you don't think about it, right? But the first time you see Black Panther, uh, and I was I was in theaters when I saw Civil War the first time, much like most of us. Uh, T'Challa got the same response that that Spider Man got when we first saw him in theaters. So uh, even for people that that probably weren't had no clue about Black Panther or weren't even too familiar with him, but seeing seeing him swoop down on screen and kick the hell out of Bucky. That first time you go, holy man! And then he hits the superhero stance, pops the claws, doesn't get any louder. And that that was that that moment. And then the, the the tight zoom in, and you go, oh, this this is Black Panther. This is that guy. And the suit's amazing. It's it's everything you would imagine a, a real life 
Black Panther would look like on screen. And it was just like, like I remember sitting in theater and having like, there was just probably this one dude that had the same scream the whole time. Yeah! I'm like, come on, guy. You Stop want to it. see it with it's... Captain Caveman? <laughs> Clearly. So guys, from, from my perspective, right, being a, a non-comic book fan, um, there you go. Um, everybody's heard of Black Panther, <laughs> but no one knows or gives a shit about the Black <laughs> Panther, if I gotta be honest. Um, that, then, then. Then, oh, absolutely, then. But now hindsight is twenty twenty, and again, I'm from the outside of the comic book world looking in. Um, if I had to guess, it's probably because it was probably a little bit too unbelievable to think that there is a black king uh, from the wealthiest nation in the entire world um, that is this super fucking dope. Like, I, I'm just being honest, right? Like, this is just from my perspective. Uh, but again, it's all about like exposure. And for me growing up and for a lot of young black people, right? Like that, we'd never seen that before. So we didn't believe that it could be a real thing. So no one necessarily read the comic books or cared about the comic books, but seeing is believing. So when you see it for the first time in this Marvel universe, that's been around now for, you know, at least a while from what I remember, at least 10 years, maybe um, Mm -hmm. when you see it for the first time, you see someone that looks like you specifically that is a minority right then a lot of all of the minorities can get behind that all of the minorities can get behind another minority that is royalty right because we all aspire to be that or to do that so you know when you talk about the numbers and the records and all of these things that black panther did for in the marvel comic universe it's because of that from my lens or my perspective um and it's just, it's powerful, man. It's really, really powerful that there is an entire generation of people now, of young minorities, black boys, um, that now believe that they are or could be a superhero, like the Black like the Black Panther, but now so more like Chadwick Boseman, who is a real-life superhero. Absolutely. I mean, filmed seven movies over the past four years. Yep. No one's ever heard of that before. No one's ever heard of that. With stage, stage three and stage four cancer. Yeah. But now it's possible. Yeah. I remember when the movie came out and at work, there was you know, a few of my friends seeing it every night. And finally, after like the fourth night, I was like, how many times have you seen it? And the one guy was like, I've seen it eight times already. I was like, eight times? And it, I didn't think much of it then. It was months later. He goes... If I don't see this as many times as possible, it might not happen again. And I was like, I would never, like, for me, okay, Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man, sucked. I <laughs> never would have thought, I'm not going to see another Spider-Man movie again. Yeah, like that's, it's, that's It a just great didn't point. cross my mind. So when, when he said that to me, I was like, what do you mean? It's the MC-, But I didn't connect to and two. To me, it was an MCU movie. It's going to make money. And it's the reviews were good. It was going to get a sequel, like, but culturally, them going, no, we we need to make sure that we support this to show that there's money to be spent and we have a voice and we want more of this. And you know, to see that and what he did in the past, you know, four years to make that 
for every walk of life, not just the nerds. I'll tell that you is, right now, man. If I'm sorry, John, no, but if ahead. if um, if Disney and Marvel are smart and they want to, if if they want to monetize this thing, they go with Shuri. Um, and just from my lens or vantage, like you know, you you, you have the opportunity to go with a a, a female, a woman, minority, uh, who's black and. I, I would imagine that there's the majority of black women out here still don't necessarily care about Marvel. Uh, you know, I'm closely related to being a nerd because I'm associated with you guys and I've convinced my wife to get into it over the past, you know, seven or 10 years. And she's incredibly grateful that she did. But I think that there's a huge opportunity for, for black women uh, and making that decision. And I think everybody can still get behind that as well. So I don't I, think that. Go ahead. I think they were going to go that direction regardless, because in the early concept art for Black Panther, they do have Shiri in the Black Panther habit. So she does don mm. the, the habit itself, like the actual Black Panther one with the fur hood, the whole nine yards. Um, so super dope. it does look really, really good. Um, so yeah, her costume was lit. I do. I mean, I, I think they were going to go that way regardless, but I highly doubt they were going to pass the mantle so quick. So going back to what Maurer was saying that they were probably aware and doing very similar to what they did when they thought they were going to get the rights for Spider-Man, which is they essentially wrote Spider-Man into every movie that they were coming out with, just waiting for the moment that they got the rights to the green list. So when Civil War came out, that's why Spider-Man was kind of shoehorned into that one scene. It's because they were doing that with every Marvel movie coming out. So knowing the way that the Marvel machine works, it would not surprise me if they've been writing versions of this script for a bit now with and without Chadwick. And I hate to say I'm, it, I'm more excited to see Shuri as Black Panther because I loved that character in the movie. It was every scene she was in, I feel like she stole because she had that energy that you, you don't see that often, that, that energetic. She could go toe-to-toe with Robert Downey Jr. for quippiness, and she might even come out on top. So She definitely had a few zingers in that movie. The more that the the going back to something Maurer that you said that never that never crossed my mind, which is, is if I don't keep saying this movie, this might be the last time. The the MCU could very much follow the way of the comics, which is just using the Avengers as a way to keep unpopular characters relevant longer than they than they normally would be. Uh, and that's something that comics do with Justice League and Avengers all the time. They just they put people on teams specifically just to keep them irrelevant. Um, I. I would have hate to have seen that happen to T'Challa, but you're probably right. Had that, had that not have happened, had the, the community not embraced Black Panther the way that it did, I don't think that it would have been nominated for Best Movie. Like I, I think that everybody who, who embraced that film is why it was successful as it was. It was more than just the filmmakers. It was everybody who, who held that movie up. To, to make it what it was. I believe that the success of the Black Panther franchise has to do with everybody who was involved, and that includes everyone who bought a ticket. Yeah, it's... And, Ishmael, you're a sports fan. I, I realize now that the, the awards we look at, it's not just the film. It's just like when you're doing an MVP in certain sports, it's not just what they do on the court. It's how they impact with what they do on the court, which makes a movie you know, elevate to that next level. Yeah. So regardless of how quote unquote good or what was good about it or what the, 
visual effects look like, that's only part of the picture. The other part is that community. There has not been a movie that I've ever seen that had the backing that this movie had to the point where, I mean, you could not turn your head without seeing people that you never would have thought would have been embracing a comic book movie. You know, how many sports stars do you see going out and and giving, you know, any kind of nod to comic books? There's a few, but it felt like everybody was doing the Wakanda forever. And Black Panther was on all kinds of gear and cleats. Like, this transcended everything. And there, there's no going back now from it. Yeah. Uh, that that kind of... So that that kind of symbolism is 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 very important, especially when you're speaking from a cultural standpoint. Like, just look at the look at the U.S., like the United States, for instance, right? Uh, could you imagine how remotely different things would be if we got the first iteration of the Statue of Liberty instead of the one that we have now? <laughs> yes. You see what I mean? Like, so. Even for, for Chadwick Boseman himself, like, again, and I, I said I didn't want to call him an idol, so I, I guess I'll, 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 I'll kind of use that term, but I'll, I'll more importantly say that he himself kind of became a symbol of, like, portraying these characters that we spoke of before that, that achieved a certain level of, of, of greatness in our community in, the aspects, in, in these aspects of their lives and their careers and in paths. Uh, he played historical figures. He played a uh, legendary musicians, and then he gave us uh, a fictional character that ended up being so much more. Like again, you went from reality to to uh, to fiction, but made it made it even more so because like we we needed a superhero. Like like I'm pretty sure if we never got Black Panther, even though we had Falcon. At that that wasn't enough because Falcon was the sidekick. But having that that leading character, that person in charge, the man that you came to see, that person that you paid for, that was Black Panther, that was Chadwick Boseman. And he's done that many times throughout his career in these films. And he's he's made them so much more. So I think the culmination of all his movies leading up to now, with 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 42, with uh James the James Brown movie. Uh, playing Thurgood Marshall, leading up to Black Panther, that this was kind of the culmination of all those things, like him, like you said before, him blending certain aspects of those characters he played to make T'Challa what he is. That that was the the end result that made our superhero a little bit more realer, not just because he was portraying it on screen, but because now you you could see, and you could you can you can attach yourself to certain mannerisms. To, to how he looked, how he walked, how he acted, how he talked. And, and that's very important, like that symbolism. It, it gave us something to attach to, something to hope for, something to, you know what I mean, be inspired about. And like, to be honest with you, it, there's, he's, he said himself, uh, without Denzel Washington, and we spoke on this, there will be no Black Panther. And if you think about it, think about the, the career choices Denzel Washington has made as far as movies he's done. Chadwick Boseman's career path has been kind of similar. He spoke on uh on getting a role, forget which which uh TV show it was, but he played uh a young thug and he had somebody at gunpoint. And this wasn't it was all like my his... children. Yeah, it was. 
And then he went to the director, the producers afterwards and asked him, you know, don't you think this, this role is kind of stereotypical? Like, what are we trying to portray? Like, what are we trying to achieve here with this role? And whatever, I, I can't remember what the response was they gave him, but it, it wasn't enough. And he left. So playing these roles was very important to him. Like, you know, what the legacy that he left behind through these roles is what people are going to have to look at and see. And it's all of it's going to be very uplifting. It's like people, like once you get the next generation, like right now, a lot of kids I see or I've talked to that aren't too keen on history. They care about what's going on now. They want to do their own thing, which is great. But, but at the end of the day, that history will be there, whether it's going to be in a written form or now in a visual form, which I believe is probably going to be like the, the main source for anything after, at this, after this. I agree, It's man. going to be that visual form to attach to. And they're going to see Chadwick Boseman. They're going to say, oh, man, this is what this was like. This is what this person was like. I, I can see myself like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, We're no, going to start every show from this point on at the 48-minute mark. That was, yeah, that was, that was an incredible way to end this. That was huge. Well done, Feech. That was, yeah. I don't, I don't want to follow that up. I don't, no, nope. I'm not even going to let anyone follow that up. That's, that's how we're going to end this issue because that was incredible. Um, <laughs> Mauer, I saw that was you. <laughs> I saw, I saw that. Uh, but, you know, just, just like Chadwick said, or just like T'Challa said in, um, in Civil War, you know, in my culture, death is not the end. And as long as Black Panther stays what it is, the memory of Chadwick won't die. I mean, Black, the, the, the success of that franchise is, is going to be on the foundation of Chadwick Boseman. And it will, it will, will always be uh, a, a memorial to him, no matter what. So I, I love the fact that that franchise has become what it is. I'm very excited for wh- whatever they do, wh- however they take Black Panther 2. I'm excited for, for the future of you know, what Chadwick gave us. Um, uh, any, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, just, you know, is, this guy, Chadwick, is, is going to be missed, you know, whether it is greatly missed or, or slightly missed, sorely missed, he's going to be missed. Uh, he's, he's touched all of us. doesn't matter if you're black. He's touched all of us in a way where, like, his, the legacy that he leaves behind is going to be very important for years going on. And um, I'm, I'm going to miss uh, his talent, his character, his poise and charisma that we won't be able to, to, to capture anymore. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, like, uh, as far as like how it it was inspiring to me, I've always wanted to learn like a second a second language. And at first, it was always like Japanese or Mandarin. Um, but not too long ago, maybe two and a half years ago, I actually attempted to learn Kosa, which is one of the languages they spoke in Black Panther. Very cool. And it's many various forms. So very very cool. What do you think in this, Mel? Legends never die, man. That's it. Um, obviously, I'm sad 
uh, saddened by his passing, uh, but the impact that he is going to have um, far outweighs and far supersedes even, um, you know, what we saw him do on TV or on screens. So uh, just happy and honored to have had the time that we had with him. Yeah. Mauer. I guess, you know, you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. He definitely died a hero. I was wondering, I was wondering where you were going with that one. That one threw me off for a second there. But, well, I thought that Maurer was actually going to go with, like, that he thought he was the hero the last time we were on the show together when he said that Black Panther wasn't good and that now he recognizes that he was the villain. I thought that's what he was going with. No, but. no, because I just watched it on uh, HD the other night. And, and it's the, still amazing. I don't want to hear you. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not even letting you finish. The still ruins it for me. No. No. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Vetoed. And, and remember... Uh, Legends never die and haters going to hate. Remember... Ah. Amir, that the the villain always the best villains believe they're the heroes of their own story, so keep that in mind. <laughs> so he's like uh, Mr. Glass. Sure, sure, sure. Mauer's Mr. Glass. <laughs> All right, I'm a hero. Sense. Damn it, Mauer. It's been a while. Do you want to uh, do you want to close this out? Hey, uh, features. Since oh. you're on a roll, do that thing. Wow, Minty. Yeah, do that thing. <laughs> you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside. At your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, where it's Fireside Crew. Uh, once again, we appreciate the support we've been given. So uh, uh, all the the likes, the comments, uh, sharing, uh, you know, the the ratings on iTunes, all of it goes a long way. It helps other people find the show. So we truly appreciate any of that uh, support. Uh, once again, I'm Menti, and I'm Features. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to check us out on welcometofireside.com. Ishmael, where can we find you? Guys, you can find me, first and foremost, in my skin. Uh, secondly, you can find me on social media, uh, on Instagram, I, at IamLegend0123. You'll find a link there to uh, my page. Uh, you can find me there. You can find me on Twitter, uh, the same. Uh, thank you guys for having me, and it's been a pleasure. Hey, before we wrap this up, just to give everyone a heads up, follow his Instagram page. This is a very inspirational man. I have to just say, he's got his own clothing line out. He does these inspirational videos that are outstanding. Everyone should check out him and his brand. It's worth your time. And he's kind of the reason why uh, Fireside's here, because if he didn't make, you know, me be friends with Menti, him and our number one fan, I might not have ever done this. That's fair. That's interesting. Seems like there should be some royalty checks coming to my door soon, huh? <laughs> well, so on that note, we're gonna we're gonna end this real quick. We're gonna finish this show up. Um, I, I, I'll tell Deuces. people to go check out, but I'm not giving you any money. All right. Uh, see you later. E Bombay. <laughs> I. You know what? E Bombay. Wakanda forever. Forever. <laughs>